This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jeff Brill joins us now to give us that report. Uh, Jeff, I know you're going to get to the Pearl River report. I got one listener who wants to know about the East Pearl, which is a little strange. Uh, I crossed it this week, and it was very low, but I understand that's going to be short-term. It's going back up. But before we get there, let's talk about another area that's had some low water, the Atchafalaya Basin. What's going on over there? Uh, it's like everything else is hot. The weather's hot, and the bite's slow. I mean, some of the tournaments they've been having the last few weeks, you know, the weights are down on average, 11 or so pounds, enough to get a check in some of the events. But with the water temperatures in the upper 80s, it, it just slows the fishing down. Like going early is the best advice. Uh, you're going to catch those fish around daylight to about 7, 30, 8 o'clock, and then going to slow down the rest of the day. So just really the best thing to do is slow presentation, just slow worms, Senko-type baits, stick baits, soft stick baits. And just don't move it a lot and get under any kind of shade because it's docks, trees, any kind of thing's got a little shade. It's going to be a little bit cooler for them, and that's sometimes where the fish congregate. Well, Jeff, one of your playgrounds this summer has been Venice. You've been making a few trips down there. Is it still as good as what you've been doing? It was a little slow this week, a lot of small fish, but uh, still fun. I mean, we caught our limit every day. Uh, you just get in the canes and try to find them. You'll find little stretches of them, and then all of a sudden you might fish an hour and not get a bite, and all of a sudden you get back in them and it's every flip. But it's, they're mainly on the passes, and uh, yesterday we found kind of later in the morning a pattern of just fishing points, and they were just stacked up on points. You get to a point, you catch three or four or five fish pretty quick, and then you had to move. But as long as the tide moving, it's good bait. Uh, good good fishing, uh, but it's still a stick-and-move type thing. If you go 15, 20 minutes without a bite, kind of move down and try to find another section. But it's heavy covers, one-ounce weights, punching through that, and then for lighter cover, just we're just using a Berkeley red shad worm with a 3-8-ounce weight pegged and just slapping it in the cover and kind of soaking it and letting it sit there, and then all of a sudden you'll get a bite and just keep moving down the bank. Jeff, that red shad worm has been the number one bait for Venice for the last 30 years. What do you think it is about that particular bait? Is it that color maybe mimics a crawfish because there's so many crawfish coming down there from the river? Why is that one bait so outstanding? Uh, I think it's uh, one is something that they readily had when they started fishing down there years ago. It was uh, kind of the joke. Uh, you, know, you know, I think it's more of an economic thing because you could, used to could buy big packs of baits. And it was a little cheaper thing. And, uh, yeah, there's so many fish down there. It's, the color's not really that important. But that, that worm, I think, mimics some of the eels and worms in the water, uh, snakes and stuff like that down there. So there's so much food. But I think you're right on the color. I think there's some color in the water that the crabs or eels or something like that, it mimics. But, yeah, for, for me, I can usually get a big old pack of worms fairly cheap and, you know, it's, if you can look at the bottom of my boat, there's just plastic everywhere after a day of fishing down there. You get crabs and brim and perch biting it. I mean, there's so much 
eating on your worm, they don't last long. Yeah, well, if you're going to Venice, for sure, don't leave home without a red shed worm. Jeff, the Pearl River, particularly the East Pearl, uh, kind of a strange situation. Uh, I was surprised how nice it looked when I crossed this week, but that is not going to be for long. Uh, to give us the explanation on what's going to happen for the next couple of days and then what's going to take place later. And I got one listener wanting you to recommend a particular bait for the bass on the East Pearl. Well, right now it had a little fall to it, but then, you know, they got some rain up north, and it's around 10 feet, which is, is a pretty decent level. Yeah, I'd like it to be a little bit below 10, but um, it's going to go up to about 12 this week, and, you know, that makes it tough up in the woods, the wooded areas of the river. So I'd probably say go down to the marsh, and, uh, you know, if you're just fishing for goggle or something, you have to kind of stay up in the trees and maybe get some of the back bayou, but... uh I would see, I'd say top water early in the morning, you know, like a little pop bar type popper bait. But then yeah, I just switched to a Texas rig and try to get under any kind of vegetation I could find down there or, or around it. And, um, you know, that red shad worm's pretty tough on um, the fish and uh, the pearl. I've had my kids when they were younger, sometimes I'd throw them behind me and that's what I'd give them to fish. And sometimes I'd, I'd struggle to beat them because they were um, catching fish for that worm and on the pearl too. Yeah, well, you know, what about Manshack? Uh, we haven't talked too much about that. You know, that area was kind of hit, and, and, and rivers to the west uh, the west of, of, of Manshack were really devastated by Ida. How's the fishing back there? Is it kind of returned to normal in Manshack? Well, I know some of the evening tournaments around the area that they are starting to catch some t- 10-pound stringers in the afternoon, so that's, yeah. that's a good sign uh, that, that's coming back. And some of the guys I talked to, they said they're catching a ton of small fish you know that eight ten inch eleven inch fish that uh shows that they have had a good spawn this spring and last fall and that means that the fishing is probably going to continue to get better uh but it's still tough to catch some of them great big fish like they used to but overall i think the air is coming back good so it would be an option you know next few weeks to get out there and, and try it um it's it's good reports on the on the evening tournaments that they are catching fish you know, Jeff, not all hooks are created equal. And when people are making selection on a hook, give us a few uh, tips and advice on selecting hooks when you're fishing bass particularly. Yeah, we're talking kind of about the gaps. they got the, what they call the wide gap, that EWG, and then they got some of the older-fashioned worm hooks that just have a small gap. But, you know, the first thing you look for um, with a wide gap is when you it's your plastic, whatever you're putting on, like you're putting on a big bulky like pick boss you want to have that extra wide gap because it slides down the plastic slides down the hook it's supposed to point and you get better hook sets you know the downside of it especially like in venice or if you're fishing around heavy cover and sometimes that extra wide gap when you hook the fish it'll the point will be sticking out pretty forward it'll it'll catch the cover sticking the reeds and the canes and you'll actually just lose the fish you can't get him out of cover so what i've been doing down in venice i go to a there's a fusion offset worm hook that has a little smaller gap. So I'm throwing like crawfish and, and worm baits that have a smaller diameter in the plastic. So this allows me to you know, still get the bites. But then, <clears throat> then when I get the fish on, I can basically get it through the cover a lot better and get them out of that heavy stuff. But if, you, if you're losing fish in, in heavy cover, try a smaller gap worm hook basically as, as the answer to the question. And sometimes you get more fish out of that cover when you get that smaller gap. Great tip. 
Thanks for everything, Jeff. We always appreciate your reports. Uh, go get them. Try to stay cool, and we'll catch up with you next time. Yep, stay hydrated this time of year. It's real important. You get get sick pretty quick out there. It is hot. Absolutely. Thanks again, Jeff. We'll see you soon. Hi, that's Jeff Rule, our field reporter for Freshwater and Bass Fish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.